Okay, I'm recording. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, we are both recording, and we are ready to go. Yeah, we are. Hello, Woo. hello, everybody. I'm Benny, and this is my lovely co-host, Hannah, and we are so, so, so excited to record the first ever episode of The Queer Review with Hannah and Benny. Cue the Cue the very lackluster um, uh, uh, theme song. Um, That's not the What was it again? Dance. It's the hamster dance song, it's and not it goes dee 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 da dee dee do do dee da dee dee. Stop. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. We don't want to. We don't want to start off our lovely show with this sort of thing. But okay, this is the first ever episode, so let me give you a rundown of what we're going to be doing here. Hannah and I are very very excited to be talking about many different TV shows and movies that we either have seen or haven't seen, and really just have a lot of really good and or lengthy critiques and opinions on and the whole aspect of it being the queer review with hannah and benny is that we look at films that either have explicitly queer elements or they have certain elements or plot points that we think could have been either enhanced or changed or just altered in some way if either characters were queer or how this affects a queer audience and how a queer audience might perceive it. And our typical episodes are going to go down something like this. I'm not going to give you the whole rundown because that'll spoil the surprises. But Hannah and I are going to talk about uh, what film we're going to watch. We're going to give you a brief summary. Then we are going to talk about our early perceptions of the film based on like advertisements and stuff like that before we've actually seen the film then we move on to stuff we liked stuff we didn't really like and you know critique points and then we have a maybe a couple little surprises uh here and there and then eventually we are going to end each and every episode with the end segment we like to call queerify and that's in bold italicized with an exclamation point queerify which is where we examine how the movie can be changed if it were queer, queer-er, or, like, how it's sucky if it's not queer, because I think we can agree everything's better by being queer. Can, like, can I get, yeah, can I get some agreement yep. on that? Yeah, you can. Can I get a horn yacht? No, you can't. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, anywho, so let's start off. Hannah, remind me, what movie are we talking about this lovely episode? Um, we are going to be talking about Love, Simon. Hence the yes, title yes. of the episode. Hence the title of today's episode, Love Us. And by us, I mean me and Hannah. We are going to be talking about Love, Simon. Hannah, take it away. What's this movie about? Okay, so I'm going to pull up the IMDb uh, description because I cannot speak, so I'm just going to read instead. So just give me a It's a second. good thing we're doing a co-hosting podcast with somebody who can't speak. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay but trust you... us this was a good idea so basically but unless you've been living under a rock it's a gay movie <laughs> it's a v gay movie hella gay so much gay okay so let's see so the... this is according to the internet everybody deserves a great love story but for 17 year old simon spire it's a little more complicated he hasn't told his family or friends that he's gay and he doesn't know the identity of an anonymous classmate that he's fallen for online Resolving both issues proves hilarious, terrifying, and life-changing. And gay. And very gay. Very, very gay. And very gay. So this is a film from, it was released in March of 2018, is that correct? Yeah, I think March, yeah. March of 2018, and it stars, I'm also going to pull up my IMDb so I can have a reference. Who does it star? Uh, Nick Robinson, I think his name is. Ooh, what a cute 
very male name. <laughs> Sorry, don't mind me. It also contains one Jennifer Garner, uh, a Josh Demel, Catherine Langford from 13 Reasons Why. I was very surprised. I kind of forgot she was in this film until I actually went to see it. <laughs> and it also has some less familiar faces like Alexandra Ship as Abby, Logan Miller as Martin. We'll get, and then another we'll get to like later. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We'll get to everybody else later. But it has a very beautiful and I would like to say a very likable cast. They're all very memorable and unique in their own ways. And I really they're, like that. They're very memorable, some for different reasons. Some for bad reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad reasons, but again, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> we'll get to those. So we're gonna start off with what did we think about this film? Now, um it's not really a secret that Hannah and I, we very much enjoyed this film, but if you were to ask both of us, maybe like two, two and a half months ago or further, our I think since opinion, the first trailer came out, we've hated this movie. Since the very first trailer, I said, pardon my French, but I said, fuck this movie. Oh yeah, we, like, I, we both hated it. We're, I think, I don't know if- Which like, was very unfair of us to do in hindsight. Well, yeah, but like at the same time, I think- I mean, trailers advertising and stuff, is important. Trailers and posters, except stuff, exist to kind of give you a pre, like to give you a preview of the movie. Like it kind of gives you a vibe of what the movie's going to be about, so that you can yeah. Make sometimes a previews on whether tell you're you the like entire movie. That's the whole point. Uh -huh. So, based on that information, it was pretty easy to assume that we were going to hate this movie because of certain elements that were in the trailers and that were in the posters and that were like in the advertising and just the advertising yes. in general because. I don't know about you, but the advertising for me was just fucking obnoxious. It was everywhere. It was very obnoxious. It was, it was everywhere. It was on Tumblr Mobile. It was on YouTube. It was on my Gmail and my spam folder. And I'm like, okay, I get it. This movie exists. It was on Riverdale at one point. It was a, there was an entire <laughs> it was a Riverdale episode, but it was really just one really long ad. For Love, Simon. You know, yeah, where all the I characters mean, like, oh, just find, we're gonna well, go see Love, Simon tonight. Do you want to go with Cheryl? And Cheryl's like, no, I'm gay. Well, she's bi. Get it right. Jesus. Okay, she's bi and I love Cheryl. But that is not what we're talking about. We're gonna talk about Riverdale in another episode. Yeah. Basically, um, I... When I looked at all the advertisements, one, the advertising in and of itself, the whole process, was a bit much. It was like, okay, you don't have to beat me over the head with the fact that this is a movie that exists. But I initially, without doing too much research, again, a blemish on my record, without doing too much research, just relying on what the ads showed, I made some assumptions about what this film was going to be about. And I thought, like, the whole premise of it was, like, turning gay people into a spectacle like yeah. <gasps> gasp this this uh white cisgendered boy is gay and it's a secret and everybody has to lose their shit over it <gasps> let's make a movie i think and i'm like i don't need this yeah i kind of agree with that because it's like um you know like i mean we're in 2018 where i mean coming out as gay is a big deal but yes not on the same level like this movie was treating it like he was like, some kind, like, he was, like, a godsend of being gay. Like, he's, like, this person Like a paragon gay. of gay like, culture. oh my gosh, he's gay, and it's a big fucking deal. I'm like, if this kid were to And come you out all and... need to shit yourselves. Yeah. You like... need to shit. <laughs> um, like, if this were, like, tr like, if it were more realistic, it wouldn't be treated, like, as a, as a big deal as it is in the movie, like, or in the trailers, at least, like, 
I mean, he would probably just be like, I'm gay, and everyone would be like, cool. Most people would probably be like, uh, <laughs> duh, bitch. Like, we know. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it when straight people say to me, it's like, oh, I always knew you were gay. And I'm like, how did you know I was gay before I did? I learned I was gay last Thursday during my shift at a grocery store. How did you know? And it's like, that not gonna lie, that is when I realized that I was, you know, not straight. I'm like, huh, I'm fucking not straight. And it was in the middle of a grocery store aisle. I'll remember it for always. Um, But like, you know, the, the whole straight people exerting their control on the idea and actions of gay people and gay culture and other sexualities it's like a you don't own us and i thought that's what this movie was trying to do being like we're gonna take a gay person make it into a spectacle and expect to be applauded for it i mean but to to the filmmaker's credit it's a it's a mainstream gay film it's supposed to appeal to straight people in that sense because like it or not and that's why it's important it's, like it or not the majority of people are straight like so yes that's what they have to that's yes what they have very to much straight to. so they it's have ugly to kind and of it's like, terrible and i hate it yeah i mean i do too, sorry straight like, people <laughs> like <laughs> fuck now i forgot what i was talking about <sighs> well here um just so we could uh uh sort of transition into our uh first thing about what we liked about the movie I'm really glad that um, uh, our friend Megan was uh, the one who basically talked, mostly me, I'm not sure if uh, you hadn't seen it by that time Megan was telling us to go see the film, but like, our friend, who is also queer, um, she was explaining to us the importance of a movie existing at all featuring gay people, and it's like, while we might have qualms with the process of which they are demonstrating gay people, we still have to support it in and of the process of the movie trying to normalize gay culture. Because, like, it's really easy to forget that when you're in the queer community, it's like there's still a very large portion of the world out there who either doesn't know you exist or wishes you didn't exist. And queer culture getting put into mainstream film are the baby steps that our straight counterparts yeah. bless their tiny tiny hearts um like it's the baby steps they need and to get to accepting us and that's where i'm like fine i will give this movie a shot because i was like i'm never gonna see this movie but you know and just I mean, remain was, being bitter i mean i was always gonna see it because i'm like i gotta i gotta support representation and Especially Gotta support media. them queers, like, I because to. I am also one of them queers. Like, I, I'm like, even if I don't like it, I gotta support it, because I gotta, you know, because if it's not good, if it, like, if for some reason it wasn't good, at least me supporting it would mean there would be more of a chance of us getting more, more representation exactly. and stuff like that. So, and more representation will lead to different forms of representation, like, instead of having a white cisgendered male queer, queer person, we'll have a queer, like, uh... A queer woman of color who is um like coming out as pansexual and yeah. you know like deviating from the white or the gay or the man or the cis you know because those are what are the categories most people would assume gay people to fit in but it's like nope there are a lot of us mm. yeah so I'm trying to think what was my so can we move on had... to how much we love this movie Oh, I was gonna talk. I I have one more. I think I had one more reason why I didn't like this movie. Okay, fine. I'll I'll contain my I'll contain my excitement. <laughs> um, 
So I think my reason for hating this movie before seeing the advertising was the fact that the world that they were creating for this character seemed too perfect and too, Mm. like, based on the advertising, there was no reason that this guy, that Simon couldn't come out and not have people accept him. Like, there was no, like, oppression, there was no bullying, there was no religion, there was, like, it looked like he lived in a utopia, basically. So I'm like, where's the conflict of why he's, why, like, what's the reason he hasn't come out? Like, there's no... They're not pre- they're not presenting any reason. Like there are obvious reasons why, but they're not showing them in any of the trailers. Thus, this isn't going to be very interesting because. But then we learn. Well, again, that was before I saw the movie. That was going based exactly. on what I saw in the trailers and stuff. And like, based on that, I'm like, there's not going to be a very interesting conflict. It's going to be resolved mm-hmm. easily. Everyone's going to accept him, and you know, blah 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 blah. Like whatever. So that's kind of why I was like. This isn't gonna like. I really hope that there's something that they're not showing us, and there was. There were elements, but there. I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. I'll get into that later. Um, Is it time for what we loved? Yes. Yay! Because <laughs> oh my god, I loved this movie. Yeah, I did too. Oh my god, I'm looking at my audacity, and my like audio just went all over the place because Great. of how much I just screamed. That'll but be like, fun. oh, be fun to edit. It's going to be great to edit. Oh my god, I loved this movie. I was, like, cheering during this movie in a public theater. I was, like, I was there with my parents, and I was, like, slapping my mom on the arm, and I'm like, that's so gay! And she's like, yeah, Benny, they're gay. And I'm like, I know! And, 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 oh, there was just so much I loved. I felt so redeemed by going to see this movie. We can just take it point by point, so we can, like, indicate specifically what we liked. All right, why don't you start? You can go first. No, you give a point. No, no, please, you give a point. Fine. My point is going to be very... My point is going to be very general. Um, Just literally anything with um, Simon and Blue. Anything, like, literally any scene with them interacting is just... It's so good. It's so well-handled. It's so nice to see... A, a gay relationship that's taken seriously that isn't just a gag or isn't just a background thing it's so nice to just see it in the foreground and it's taken like as a legit relationship it's so refreshing to see that in mainstream media and i'm really glad that it's mm-hmm. there and it's yeah it's so good and it's also adorable <laughs> i full-heartedly agree and i just liked from from a very uh analytic uh point of view um I just loved how each of the characters were so fully formed and they were very unique. They were memorable and above all, they were likable, except for Martin. Um, and but again, we'll get to that when we get to the things we didn't like. But each even though I did not like Martin, you can't deny that Martin was very, very unique, very memorable. And oh, he's unique, you know, basi- all right. He's oh, unique. he's unique. He's unique in how much we hate him. Yeah. And how the entire conflict of the rest of the movie happens because of Martin. So he's useful in some aspect. But, like, overall, like, Leah and Abby, I just loved both of them. And I I, I loved Bram, and I loved every single person. Like, I was... I really, really like the films that establish characters that are memorable and make me want to see them succeed. Like, to be happy, um, to resolve their conflicts. I think... Well, here, I have a little bit of a thing. So I think that, I agree the characters are very distinct, but I think at the same time, I think the friends in particular um, 
specifically Abby and Nick, I think, more so than Leah, I thought they were a little, like, I don't want to say vague, but just a little, like, I wish they could, we could see more of them and get kind of a vibe of, like, who they are. Oh, yeah, we could always use more of Abby and Nick. Well, yeah, like, because, like, I mean, in the movie, like, they're kind of, like, they're one of, like, the main things that Simon has to deal with when it comes, when it comes Mm -hmm. to, like, this whole blackmail thing, and, like, you know, they're very vital to that kind of sense. So I would have liked to see maybe, like, more of who they were and stuff like that, kind of, you know, like, um, I lost my train of thought. Like, just so that we could feel for them more when they do find out the truth that he was lying that whole time. So you kind of feel bad, like, that they're he's keeping them apart. Because, like, I, I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, I don't feel bad for these guys because I'm, I don't know them very well. I don't know, like, I didn't know they liked each other. I didn't know that, like... Yeah. So, I, see, I think, I think that's the, the, this is this is probably like a small difference between the way you and I like watch movies and shit like this. Because it's like, even I will, I will agree that I could have used a lot more Abby and Nick and uh, like other side characters. But I'm like the kind of person that like even if the movie doesn't provide a lot of extra information for these side characters, it doesn't stop me from like. I don't want to say make up details about them in my head, but sort of subconsciously root for them and be like, yeah, I like you. I can relate I mean, to you. I see things about you that I deem something I like. I mean, I did like them. I just wish I could have gotten more of them because here's the thing. We want more. <laughs> here's the thing. The fact that, I mean, in the third act, like when they have their huge fight or anything like that, I don't like them because I'm like, I like, yeah, I don't think we're supposed one. to. Well, I don't know. But, like, just in that moment, they seem very unlikable. But I'll talk about that in the stuff we don't like. But, I don't know. I, okay. like, I couldn't even remember Nick's name, in all honesty. Like, I was trying, like, unless I, I saw this movie pretty recently before we did this. And, like, that's how, that's the reason I remember his name. But, like, before I saw it again, I was like, I can't remember his name for the life of me. Because he just, he didn't stick out in my head. The only reason I remember uh, Abby and Leah's name was because it was said a million times. Because... I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Abby and Leo were too, were much more important in the story than Nick was. So, I don't know. I just would have liked a little bit more development with the friends and just a little bit more like of a conflict with them, but I agree. And I'm not sure if this is a related point, but um on another point, I liked how our expectations of how a gay main character was going to be portrayed was very much subverted like yeah. because with Simon being the narrator of the film, he was a very likable narrator, and he, would, he oh, had yeah, a very sure. unique voice. And um, I enjoyed overall that the plot of the story and as conflicts evolved and as certain events happened, we all got to see it from the perspective of the queer person. And it was all about the queer person's experience and their thoughts and emotions and all that good stuff. And... You know, in the past, things with queer characters are all about, I'm straight, and I know this queer person, and it's up to me to be the big person and accept them in my life, which is, you know, all well and good. But with Love, Simon, we really focus so heavily on the life of a closeted person, um, how their life, like, might be, like, 
they might not be out, but it's what's small and safe to them. Because, like, you know, coming out for some people can be very, very big and overwhelming, and it represents a change of, like, your entire life. And that's the really important stuff I got to see from Simon and eventually Blue's perspective. Because, like, we get to know why Simon hasn't come out. Because you're right in saying, like, there really is no, like, overwhelming circumstance or force that is keeping Simon in the closet. But sometimes it's not an overwhelming outside force that keeps a person in the closet. We really have to learn the different perspectives of different kinds of queer people and why they either do or do not come out of the closet. And it's like, I really loved that perspective getting put on display for all of Love, Simon. That's what I loved the most. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was like, that was kind of something I wanted to mention was like, I'm going to talk about, well, when I get into stuff I don't like, I'm going to talk about a lot, like, about my experience with other people coming out and, like, my experience of coming out and that kind of stuff. And I get that this movie is not going to be able to capture every single person's coming out story exactly because everybody's is different in some way. Everyone's different. But, um, you know, I mean, I still liked it. I mean, I'm going to, like I said, in the stuff I don't like, I'm going to talk a lot about, like, how there's no conflict and how there's no reason for something to come out, but, like, it's not as distracting. It's not like I'm gonna weigh the movie down because I'm like, there's no reason, but it's definitely something I noticed, so. Mm -hmm. Um, but, like I said, the stuff with Bram and Simon is just, it's such a, it's so good. Like, anything Oh, by the way, spoilers, so everybody. Oh, oh, did I say it? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to- No, I mean, to, it, this, uh, is, this is a movie review podcast. Who's no, gonna come I was like, in here I was, and I expect oh, no spoilers? Dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. I didn't mean to say- Hannah, Hannah, you're fine. No, I was trying to get- whatever hannah darling too late hannah um, spoiler alert, it's hannah bram please from the beginning um it's bram okay <laughs> also another thing i loved i just wanted it to be bram so hard like from the whole party scene i think we all, scene, I think we all honestly did. oh we all did want it to be bram and it's I like mean, oh my god he's so cute i mean he's so i was likeable. honestly i was honestly betting on the music kid in all honesty because like they introduced him in the beginning i know they introduced bram oh i didn't in the want it to like, be music really, kid i, I would have been really mad because he was a jock i'm like it's probably not gonna be it because it's a cliched gay movie but i'm glad it wasn't the i'm i'm glad it was bram in the end because he's adorable <laughs> Also, like, interracial, like, oh queer God, couple, yes. I would have been so upset and be like, okay, another white person with a white person. It's like, okay, yes, good, yes. but I'm you could so have done better. That, like, I, I remember, I saw this with um, our friend Jade, and I looked it over to Jade, I'm like, Jade, there it is. There's an interracial gay relation kiss on the big screen for the world to see, and that makes me On the big so screen for the world happy. to see with the small price of $97 per ticket. That's how much you paid to get in? Okay, not really. That was a hyperbolic intensifier, but like, yeah, really though. Movies are really expensive these yeah, days. Yeah, they are. Listen to the queer review and what we demand, okay? Yep. We um, demand lower prices. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're gonna demand a lot in this podcast. Um, but yes, like just literally anything with the two of them is just—it's so good. Presh. It's I wanted right? more. Of it. Like any, like I was more. Like, I saw it again. And, like, I'm just watching uh, it, I'm like, literally any interaction with Simon as, um, Bram or Blue, depending on what part of the movie you're in, it's just, it's such a, it's so well handled, it's a, like, ugh, it's so good, I can't get over how much I love it, and I need more of it. 
I liked how the movie kept uh, Blue's identity a secret, like subverting our expectations, being like, oh, you thought it was Bram, but now Bram is kissing a girl at a Halloween party. Oh, you thought this, it, it, it was the waiter from Waffle House? Turns out waiter from Waffle House has a hard-on for Abby. <laughs> oh, you thought it was going to be Band Kid? Well, Band Kid was underdeveloped and uh, not a very important part of the stories. And then like, okay, oh, well, kid I guess it's going to be. I feel like, I don't know if you remember, he had a, he had like one, he had a couple funny lines. He did have a couple or... funny lines. And then at the end, it was like, oh, is it going to be Martin? Fuck no, it's not Martin. That would oh. go against the entire logic oh, of the film. Oh, my God. I shit you not, when I saw that, when that part came on, I literally, I got up from my seat and started walking out of the theater. And hit. Jade's like, no, no, it's not that. That's not, I don't think it's him. And I'm like, nope. Screw this. I want a refund. Oh, my God. I would have left. I would have gotten my money back. But I would have been like, I demand wasn't. a refund because this is bullshit. And I, I reject this wholeheartedly. But I reject your notion of reality. It's not, it's like the theater guy's like, this isn't, we didn't write this movie. I'm like, I don't care. I want my 14 bucks back. And then Hannah proceeded to be escorted from the theater. And never welcome back. Jesus, that's sad. You know that, <laughs> you know, Jersey only has so many movie theaters. You I know. know. I think it's, it's like two. And they're both in Atlantic City. <laughs> I, gotta I don't know how Jersey works, okay? I'm in the middle of Minnesota and there's a blizzard, okay? I'm very upset right now. I'm in 75 degree weather. Suck it, bitch. Yeah, hey, shut up. You know what? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move to the segment of what we want to critique about the film. Hannah, you have some stuff to say, so oh, go off, girl. I, I guess. Stuff. I gotta pull up my notes about this. Go because, off. All right. Go clarif- off. I guess. Just, just to clarify, just to clarify, I like to this clarify. movie. I really like this movie. I'm about to shit on it. We completely. both, we are both in total agreement. This movie was amazing. We loved seeing it. We would watch it again. I'm, but I'm about to like, I'm about to like shit on it completely. So, but this stuff that I'm about to talk about doesn't 100% ruin the movie for me. I'm not gonna say it doesn't, but it kind of does. But whatever. It's just stuff that I know. There's noticed. no such thing as a perfect movie. Yeah, this is not a perfect movie. So I have my notes in on my phone. So my one thing is a lack of legitimate conflict. So based on the advertising, I thought the conflict was gonna be him coming out, which is why I was so mm-hmm. pissed because I'm like, there's nothing keeping him stuck in there so like what's like there's not going to be any real conflict with that but then the stuff with blue was introduced and the blackmail thing and i'm like okay i can kind of roll with this but this is sort of a conflict i here's the problem with here's the problem with this conflict um and this is only something you notice upon a second viewing in the movie so in the movie uh martin is like hey so simon i went on the computer you were just on yeah and I went into your Gmail, yeah. And I read your emails, yeah. And I took screenshots of them, so I'm gonna blackmail you to get Abby to like me. And if you don't, I'm gonna release them on the internet. And he's like, yeah. But here's the problem. It, it took Simon a little while. <laughs> no, that's not the issue. The issue is <sighs> Simon's name isn't anywhere on that email, nor is Blue's real name. D- so doesn't he mark them with love? Sign with no, like he marked Simon them with or... love Jacques. In the beginning, remember? Oh yeah, I, cop- I keep. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot. They were both Jacques. anonymous in the beginning, so literally, Martin has no way to prove that this is Simon. He could literally, you could say it was the creepy vice principal, and oh yeah, v, v- creepy, v vice principal. Ugh, he was so weird. I was, he was weirder than I like. I said I watched. The he touched I, the students, ugh. and I don't think you're allowed to touch the students. He started talking about Tinder dates, and I'm like, please stop. You're making me uncomfortable. All while touching students. And again, I don't think that's legal. My no, mother is, is a teacher. I also don't think it's legal because there was literally a part in the movie where he literally rips the phone out of Simon's hand. I'm like, that's that's so not illegal in any school. Like, eh. well, 
I mean, it's legal to take phones from students, but not literally rip them from their hands. Like, I don't know. Yes. But sorry, continue. You so were talking like, about the emails. But, like, Martin has no way to prove that that's Simon. Thus, Simon easily could have denied it, and, like, on when it posted on the internet, like, he literally could have been like, that's not me, guys. Like, he's just saying that. Like, it could literally be anyone in the beginning. Because, like, uh, Martin doesn't get any more emails where it's, like, he reveals the identity. So, like, yeah. He, yeah, like, he only even... has the screenshots of the ones when he was sitting down in the computer. What are the chances, like, that Martin is able to, like, memorize his email and find his password? Because, like, I have multiple Gmail accounts. I can't find where the password is for any of them. That's not good. Hey, listen, we're talking about a movie. Okay, but, like, that kind of, that was kind of something that irked me. I'm like, there's no way you can prove that that's Simon, like, to anyone. Like, anyone could be like, that's just, that could be literally anyone in the school. It could have been Martin. It could have been Martin. You're right. But, whatever. So that's one thing I noticed. And then something else I noticed upon a second viewing was that, so, in the movie, Simon comes out to Abby that one night. Do you remember that? Uh, which night? It's, like, I think it's after the part where, like, uh, Simon and Martin and Abby are in, like, Waffle House and they're reading lines together for the play or whatever. And, uh, Simon's driving Abby home and Ab he comes out to Abby. Yes. Why the hell? If he came out to Abby, he felt comfortable enough to come out to Abby, why the hell didn't he tell Abby about the blackmail? Because, listen, like... If he's, his, Abby knows his secret, so it's not like he yes. can use, like, it's not like it's blackmail her anymore, it's not like, you know, like, she already knows the f secret, so it's not, like, as effective. So, Simon could have easily told her about the blackmail, easily told her about the situation, and she and Simon could have, like, worked together to get Martin off this case, off his, off Simon's case. Like, they easily could have worked together to get this solved, but they, but Simon was just stupid and didn't, and decided, I'm not gonna tell anyone about the blackmail at all. Which, You're right. That could have that could have been a very good point for like, him to like bring right? it up to somebody. Right. Like I mean, I get it. Like he especially wants to take Abby, his time the person out, that I Martin totally is like, that. trying like, to get with. Somebody, I t I get that he wants to like wait to come out to his friends, but he already came out to Abby. So what's the point of keeping the blackmail a secret? Honestly, like, I mean, even if you told Abby about the blackmail, it would have made the lying. It would have made the liar reveal at the end a lot, um, less like. It would have made it, like... Softer. Yes. It would have made it, like... Abby would have been more understanding because she would have gotten, like, oh, I get why this happened because I don't like Martin and now Martin's taking it out on Simon and that's not fair. Thus, that entire scene would have happened and I'll get to that later. Um, but, like... I don't know. Like, that got, that got me really annoyed, too, because I'm like, just tell her that blackmail's happening and then you guys can stop it. Like, ugh. I don't know. That got me really irked. And then, um... And then anything, I, and then those are the only two points where I'm like, the conflict could have easily been solved, from what I remember. Um, mm -hmm. And, well, and that, so that, so the, the stupid conflict with the emails, the lack of uh, conflict, the outer conflict with the coming out as gay thing, and just that kind of, all those elements kind of combined just really make this lackluster and conflict territory. I'm going to say conflict a million times, by the way. <laughs> That's fine. I realize I've said it like 20 times so far in the same sentence. I mean, it's um, what it is. <laughs> but that's kind of something I noticed. But again, didn't really ruin the mood for me. Um, my next point. Yeah. My next point, and you can feel free to comment on this too. I thought the family was too okay. uh, white. I mean, perfect. <laughs> I thought that literally any scene with the family was like, 
was like it was just i'm like this is just white culture this is literally white this culture. is the this is the white agenda no this is white the white agenda GM. is like systemic oppression and not taking credit this for is just it. like um, like like I, I i legitimately laughed at the line it's like i even have a sister that i don't enti- entirely hate i'm like that's a lie because listen i got siblings I don't care how much you like your siblings. You're gonna fight. You're gonna. You don't. You don't like your siblings. Nobody likes their siblings. At least at some point. I like my siblings. I mean, I don't know. Do you like your siblings? Yes, I love. I love my. I. I. Benny James love my siblings, and I am not contractually obligated to say this. (laughs) Did you contractually obligated to say this? Did you like them your entire life? Have you? You oh know? no! I used to fucking hate my siblings. Exactly. Hi, Aaron and Shay. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Like siblings fight. Well, then again, siblings don't like I'm, each other. It happens. They don't. It's also because I'm the youngest, and like the youngest oh. is prone to be the like you know the pestering one. But yeah, the, you would the know young, that the youngest is prone to get the most hate because they get everything they fucking want. I'm the middle child. Hell yeah, we do. Whoa. Um, we no, I'm kidding. Know. I love, I I've, love I've my heard siblings, you speak but I also hate her. them at the same time. It's like a simultaneous thing. Um, but I thought And the this family, relates like... to the Simon family. How? Okay, but, like, my point is, when they said that, I'm like, that's when I knew. I'm like, this family is in no way a realistic family. Like, they're, they have, like, they have a great house. They're white. They're all, for the most part, straight. They're... You know, they have lots got, of money. They're fucking no financial loaded. Problems. The mom's a liberal and a therapist. The dad's a the dad's a softy. I'm like, there's literally no conflict with this, and thus, it makes anything with the family. The reason why Simon would feel the need to hide from his exactly. family is says, even more. He even more says in the movie, "There's rude. actually a quote in the movie where he's like, honestly, my parents would be cool with it. So why don't you tell them?" But that's because we know it's not always about the family. It's not always about the outside. Sometimes it's about the inside. We had, this, we had this discussion, and I get that. I totally get yes. that. But, like, when you make a comment like that, that just gets me irked, because I'm like, that's you acknowledging the fact that we don't really have a reason. We're just going to kind of... It looks like lazy writing, and I get that some people are like... A little bit, yeah. Like, they have no reasons to not come out, but they still don't. But, like, to mm-hmm. me, it just looks like lazy writing. Um... So, especially when they write lines like that. Um, but, like, anything with the family, I felt like, was just very fake and phoned in. Like, even when the mom gave her little speech, like, like the, you know, like, I feel like you've been holding your breath for so long, but now you get to exhale, that little moment. I'm like, that felt so forced and, like, just didn't... Not gonna lie, it made my mom actually cry. <laughs> it, it just, I don't That's because my mom just, is a to very me, it wonderful person. it genuine. It felt like it was just, like... It was a nice speech, but it didn't feel genuine because, again, there was no conflict from the family. Thus, there was nothing warranting that speech in general, aside from the fact that he was dealing with all the friends, which the fr- which they didn't know about, as far as I remember. Um, the parents really didn't know about the friends' conflict, or unless he told them. So, that kind of irked me a little. Um, Can I talk about the one thing that I didn't like? And it's just one thing. Alright, go for it. Martin. Ugh, I, wait, that was my last point. I was saving, I wait, was saving really? that up for the end. I was well, like building, I mean... I was building up to that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I mean, like, I wanted to give you, like, a chance to, like, breathe. Because, no, like, I know fine. you have your list. No, it's fine. I have one, I have, well, I have one more point, and then I have Martin. And we can discuss Martin. Okay, my so, last quick Martin. Point. I'll keep, oh, we're going to talk about Martin? 
No, no, no. Yeah, make your point, and then we can talk my about Burton. Together. Was, my last Mutual hatred. Point, my, my last quick point was the friends getting mad at Simon in the third act, like when they're all like together, and they're like, so we talked, and it's like, so Abby and I are together now, and the, we talked about the fact that you lied about it, and then mm-hmm. Simon literally explicitly explains, like, listen, Martin had the emails that he posted, he was blackmailing with them, so he got he was like, you have to get Abby to like me, and that's why I lied to you, and that's why I lied to Leah, and that's why I lied to Abby, but do they care? Nope. They're like, we're still mad at you because you lied, and they're just like, we are not going to understand the situation whatsoever, and... They are fragile straights. It just, it made them so unlikable in that moment, and I just, and I'm like, I want to like you guys. You seem like cool characters, but like, just, you're being idiots, and you're being assholes. And I'm like, honestly... Um, Simon You're needs to get idiot. more, needs to get better Stop. friends, because that was just a really dick move on their part. And, like, even when Simon literally gets bullied in front of the entire school, they still are like, mm, no, he lied. We can't, we can't be friends with you anymore because you lied. Not, you know, we can't, yeah, we're not going to victimization of our best gonna, friend. Like, ugh, it just got me so irked when that happened. And then, my last point, Martin. Martin? Yay! I Martin. I the unlikable fuck I, named Martin. I oh, hate this character oh. with every oh. fiber oh, Hannah, of my fucking being. Okay, I there we go. Hate this character. I hate this character. I did not like Martin in the slightest, nor will I ever like him. I, I mean, did not find him. He was you, annoying. I don't know. He was the. Did you hate it? I don't know if you hate him as much as I do, but I genuinely he got very 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 close to ruining this movie for me he really did he cut oh, it oh very, no 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 i I, I feel exactly exactly the same i hated martin i know I, I i know and i've recognized that he was the one responsible for the entire conflict you know the whole blackmail that stuff in the first place but big old butt big old big old big old bubble bubble butt um um like he was just so annoying he was so here's cringy the here's the thing oh. here's what we have to acknowledge here's what we have to acknowledge we're not supposed to like him i get that no. i'm pretty sure benny gets that we're not supposed I, to like I, him as a I get n- i don't get but many things but i get that even by that standard there are still these things called likable villains there are so many villains that you could like or even sympathize with or even love to hate there are plenty of these characters out there. Cheryl, she's a Cheryl Blossom. She's a massive bitch, but I love her because she's amazing. Loki from Avengers. Like Loki from Avengers. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. You like these are all characters that are like likable bad guys to a certain extent. We get it. They're the bad guys, but they're not intolerable to watch. They're actually fun to watch. Martin is nothing. He is annoying. He causes me secondhand embarrassment, and when he's not doing that, he's just a nuisance he's disgusting he's unlikable and i hate every moment he's on screen god like you just you just encapsulated every single adjective i would use to describe martin and my emotions for him like it is to the scariest degree that i hate (laughs) martin like i only know like two people here at college won't say their names that i dislike as much as i dislike martin but i like, can't think of anyone i hate more. he's than not martin even a real, real life. he's not even a real person and i hate him more than some real people in my entire life but like 
nothing about him was redeemable. And I nothing. know that whole thing at the end where he's like, oh, I'm going to pay for you to go through the Ferris wheel one more time. And I'm just like, okay, this is the writers trying to redeem Martin. And it's yeah. not like, going to fucking They give work. him an apology scene and they give him that scene that the scene at the very end where he's like, I'm going to pay for you to go on the Ferris wheel. I'm like, literally, this character could fucking Fuck end off. world hunger. Go fuck yourself. This character could end world hunger and cause world peace and make gay marriage legal, and I still would hate him. Like no, yep, yep, I would still hate him. Like I'd still and be that like, whole Great, you did a good thing, but I still hate your guts and want you to die. Um, and that whole thing with like the scene in the chicken, uh, not chicken house, fuck waffle what? house. The <laughs> there are no waffle houses in Minnesota. Okay, not very many at least. There um, aren't any waffle houses in Jersey either. Uh, well, like we're obviously thing, missing out. I've only been to one out. Waffle House, and it was in Vir- it was in Virginia, and it was amazing. I love Waffle House. I went Anywho. to Waffle House in Virginia once. Oh my gosh! Was it the same one? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know either. Anywho, that scene in the Waffle House with him standing up on the table and saying like, "Abby, say it, say it. I deserve a goddamn superhero." And I'm like, "Is this supposed to be cute? Is this supposed to be endearing?" Because like. All the signs that Abby is giving is like Abby does not like this. Abby is not no. enjoying. Oh no, this. I can think it of is war- not cute. Buddy? No, I can think it of a worse scene. It was terrible. I can think of a worse scene for that. If, oh, if the you... what? So in the movie, Martin at the football game decides uh, I'm going to interrupt the fucking national anthem. I'm going to get up in front of the entire school and announce my love uh, to Abby in front of I'm everybody. Cringing. I'm dying inside, Hannah. I'm dying. I know. Oh, you should have seen how much I was cringing when that scene came on. Like, I couldn't even look at the screen. I was like, it's so cringy. Oh my god, I can't believe you're doing this. This this was one of the moments where I was slapping my mother on the arm sitting next to me. I'm like, what is he doing? What is he doing? This is why the straights can't be allowed to do things. They can't. And my mom is like... Is this, and she's like, is that what this is? And I'm like, yes, mom. This is the straight agenda. This really is embarrassing people and 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 just causing secondhand embarrassment to everybody oh. ever oh, oh it's, it was so bad i think that was obvious i think that was easily my my least favorite moment that and the i'm a ferrodian slip fuck you that's not clever that's not funny it wasn't it wasn't clever you're not clever or funny i hope you feel bad good you should feel bad like and oh Another moment. This is not as big as the pleasure, or not pleasure of the national anthem one. But like when they're in the car driving to the Halloween party, and like Nick and Abby are sitting in the front, they're having a conversation, having a good time, and you like, know. And he's just there, like he's he's like trying to have a conversation with them. Like you guys ever feel nostalgic about anything? I'm like, shut up, die in a hole, please. Nick, uh. do yourself a favor, crash the car in a way that only kills him. Like I don't, I don't want yeah. you guys to die, but I want him to die. <laughs> Ugh. I yeah, don't think, I just... I don't think I've ever uh, hated a character as much as I hate him, in all honesty. I, really, though? Neither have I. I think this is a record. I, it's like I that, it's like, it's like from the, Wicked, like, what is this feeling so sudden and new? I think the character that held that title for the longest time for me, and I don't know if you can relate to this, um, was Laurel Lance from Arrow, which I don't know if you've watched that show. Oh, I've never seen Arrow. Okay, I'm but sorry. like, Laurel Lance is basically, she's a damsel in distress TM, but... She's, like, a feisty one, like, I don't need no man, like, I can fight myself. And they're literally all telling her, like, dude, you can't fight. You're not a superhero. You don't have, you can't shoot an arrow. You can't punch a guy. You can't fight. And she's like, fuck you, yes, I can. And she just decides, I'm going to go beat up this guy. And then she gets her ass whooped. And 
Ugh, I hate her with every fiber of my being. But I, I think Martin takes the fucking cake at this point. I'm like, I think I hate Martin more than I hate her. Because I'm like, listen, at least she's likable in some scenes. I can't think of one scene where I liked Martin. Not one. Um... I yeah. totally feel. No, he remains an unlikable character, but Is there any character I... that you hate to, uh, that... What's the, what was your least favorite character before you met Martin? <laughs> I really can't remember. You the can't... hatred I feel for Martin oh blew God. whoever it was out of the water so much. I don't even remember them being in the water. Now it's just Martin lying Martin. in there I can't, in like I can't this cesspool of I can't even compile hatred. a list of people, I, characters I don't like. I think literally Martin and Laurel were like... I mean, again, I think Laurel's kind of gone away because i i've stopped watching the show a little bit but not only that but like just martin it was just so just i despised him so much that he just it's gonna take it takes a lot for me it's gonna take a lot for me to uh take martin's spot as my least favorite character of all time like it really i very much agree so um looking at our timestamp for our current recording would you like to move on to our end segment what time are we at right now? I'm not looking at the thing. We're at 45 minutes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, we've been talking about this for a very long time. <laughs> okay, um, what was our final point? I mean, point? I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be trimmed down in editing. Well, I mean, I might honestly just, I might honestly just keep the conversation and just, because honestly, a lot of, a lot of movie review podcasts from what I've heard just kind of do stuff like this where they just have a conversation and they just post it and it's like, great, cool, have a nice day kind of thing. Okay, that's true. So, yeah, and, uh, like, people don't have it. Anywho, um, should, oh, what did I just suggest we do? Oh, yeah, um, moving on to our end segment, it is what I described earlier as queerify, you know, all bold, italic, with an exclamation point. Let us address the explicitly queer or what we would have liked to be queer about this film. Now, Love, Simon being all about a queer main character it's queer in and of itself but i can think of two very queer instances that i loved and would have loved to see and why don't you the go? first you one with it then because then i'll maybe i'll okay. think of something <laughs> he, the the first really queer thing i love i was screaming this was the moment i fell in love with this movie was when when um when simon was like Oh, I'll come out later when I go to like LA or San Francisco for school, you know, in a city like that oh where I can God. really embrace being queer. And then they break out oh into God. I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston, and everybody's dancing around in rainbow colors. And I'm like, is this the gay agenda? Because I really want this to be the gay agenda. It was oh, so happy, it gives... and it was so beautiful. And it I'm was... like, I'm screaming. Yeah, that was legitimately. I really liked that part. It was the best part of this movie because, like, part of the movie like my pa my parents and I, we were like cackling. It was so great. It was funny and it was so beautiful. And like everybody there looked happy. And I'm like, this really should be the gay agenda. It's like everybody's having a great fucking time, jamming out to some Whitney, and like. No. I just really want, I want, like, Simon, I want every single queer person to have those moments of, like, pure joy and ecstasy. Not, maybe, maybe not the drug, but, like, the feeling. Um, I would have given, by the way, I would have given like, bonus points if the song was, uh, I'm Coming Out, instead of the song they picked, I'm but... I'm coming out. Yeah, if it was that. I want the world to But, know. I mean, I like the song they picked, but, like, I just would have given 
uh, bonus points for that. Oh my god, I want to dance with somebody is such a banger. Like, really hands fucking down. Like, nothing can top Whitney. Anywho. And so, I'm glad that we really loved that part of the film. Um, of course we did. And I know that this is something that probably many people other than you of I have thought or wanted to happen. But Leah was oh a lesbian. Yes. Yes, Leah was At a lesbian. At least she was either a lesbian, she was either bi or pan, but she and Abby would have been perfect. Ugh. I... Oh my god. Like, I literally... Ugh. If, if you like, if you don't they, know what we're talking about, go back when you when you watch the movie again. During the scene where they're showing off their Halloween costumes, look at Leah's face when Abby walks in. That's how you know. That's that was the and the moment way she's I like, knew. yeah, you look great. And I'm like, like that was the moment. Are you I'm fucking like, a lesbian for like no. Abby? Are you in lesbians with her? Because like this sounds like lesbian shit. I mean, like I, I mean, I told you this before we started recording, but like. What I legitimately thought, like, when I saw this movie for the first time, um, because I never read the book, um, that was the other thing, <laughs> neither of us have read this book, um. Nope, neither of us. So, I honestly, like, so they have that little moment where Leah's sleeping over at Simon's, which is also really weird that the parents were okay with that. Like, I mean, if, at that point they thought their son was straight, so, like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, so, uh, Leah's having that conversation where she's, like, trying to let on that she wants to say something, but Simon's not really picking up on it. So mm -hmm. my thought was, like, oh my god, is she actually a lesbian this whole time? Because, like, you have that moment with Le with uh, Leah and Abby in the party, and then you have the costume thing, and I'm like, is that actually gonna be a thing in this movie? And they're like... I wanted it to be a thing. And then they have their fight at the end, and it's like, because I had a crush on you the whole time, and I figured you would never see me the same way, and I'm like, boo fucking who, Okay. I would have let you Yeah, go cry some tears, you straighty. Get over it. It's like, I'm like, I'm sorry, that happens to a lot of people, like, on both ends. Like, it's like, oh, I really like this girl, but she's straight. Oh, I really like this guy, but he's gay. Well, it happens to a lot of people. Get over yourself. Ugh. I really um, like this boy, but he keeps misgendering me. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um. Sorry. It's all developments. Um. But yeah, we, uh, uh, if... If they had made Leah actually come out as a lesbian, I would have given this movie so much more credit. I would have been like, I this movie is a perfect movie and it needs more attention. And more. I actually, I have a really interesting point about the costume sequence. Because I brought the same thing up to my mom, and I'm like, Mom, they should, they're like, there was every indication that Leah was going to be a lesbian. Do you not remember her commenting on Abby's costume? And my mom looks at me like kind of incredulously, and she's like, you thought that was flirting? And I'm like, what, what else was it supposed to be? Leah was totally flustered by how great Abby looked. And she's like, oh, no, Benny, honey, that was jealousy. And I'm like, what? what? And she's like, that was a girl being very rude and snide without actually being outwardly rude. Because she knew that Abby and Nick were sort of like, getting the haunts for each other. You know, like on their car, on like on the car ride and then like on the costumes. And it's, like, because, like, she's being jealous of Abby. Because, not because Nick complimented her, because we remember Leah does not, like, like Nick in that way. But because um, Simon was like, oh my god, Abby, you look amazing. And then, and he's like, doesn't she? And then Leah was like, yeah, you look great. I thought it was her being a lesbian. And my mom was like, no, because 
that was just her being jealous because once she tells Simon's like I had a crush on you this whole time that makes sense like to hear the boy that you have a crush on compliment another girl without knowing that he's gay the little kink in the system but like when you hear the boy you like compliment another girl that's what makes you jealous and my mom was like I'm sorry but that like that wasn't flirting with Abby that was full on like girl on girl jealousy and I'm I mean, like huh that's, that's her actually she, like my mom made a really good case for it I mean I can see that but like I I don't know I it mean, also like, makes more sense now because we know that Leah is straight yeah. if they had left her sexuality undisclosed it would have been a lot more fun and easier for us to be like oh yeah she was totally a lesbian I get but that. now that we know that she's straight there is no reason to why we would think that she was flirting with Abby. But I've, I've seen, we, I don't know, I've seen that you kind and of, I, I've seen that kind of jealous look. I've, I've definitely have seen girls be like, oh yeah, you look great. Like I've seen that kind of like what she's talking about. I kind of get that. I've seen that happen right in front of my eyes. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're similar and they're easy to mistake. I can like kind of see how the, like how that would get confused for flirting and jealousy. But like, I don't know. I feel like when I saw it, I was I saw flirting first and foremost, but that's just because I'm, you know, because we're queer. That's what we're... It's what we want. It's what we're wired to see. We're wired to see things in a queer perspective. Yes. Hence the queer review with Hannah and Benny. Like, you know. Roll credits. That's why you and... Yeah, sorry, not roll credits. Not just yet. We have like a couple more minutes left. Okay. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, just that whole little thing. Like, it's fun for us to imagine, you know... Leah's really a lesbian, or yeah. Leah's bi, or Leah is something, but Just like something you know, where, something where she likes something where, in turn, she likes Abby a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. along the lines of other queer instances, I know we both mentioned how we liked the um, uh, interracial couple of Simon and Bram at the end, instead of it just being two other white guys. Um, and I like, oh, he was also black and Jewish. Like, yeah. Wow, like, way to go, Bram. Like, you are killing it, girl. And I love him. The actor's really cute, I, I by the way. If Bram. you look up, like, what the actor, like, looks like when they're not in the movie, they're adorable, just so you know. Oh, well, I mean, he's adorable all the time. You send me gifs of Bram and, like, Simon kissing in the car at the end of the thing just whenever I'm in a bad mood and I you make know, me feel better. Really? And I'm just like, you can't look at <gasps> oh, there's... You can't look at that and not be in a bad mood. Come on. It's like looking Unless at a Unless you're kitten. like a raging homophobe. It's like it's like looking at a kitten. You can't be mad looking at a kitten. You can't. Unless yes. you're allergic, in which case that's then because you're totally well, I mean, cat, you can but... still look at a cat, maybe like a picture of it or a gif of it, but like cats are great. Cats and are great. dogs dogs are also great. And dogs are also the gays. The gays are great. Yeah. Oh, um, any other oh, uh, queer, queer references oh, you would like oh to bring gosh. up? I have a queer element that we haven't even discussed and I Come, I'm mad at myself for not talking about it. Ethan. Who? The gay kid. Oh, oh, oh my god, how did we forget? I don't know! I'm so I, I ranted. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I loved Ethan. Oh my I loved god, Ethan everything was the unsung about hero him. of this movie. Because... Unsung hero. I loved everything that his character, um, like, stood to represent and educate. Like, when it comes to being a queer person of color and like also the whole oh oh my god it was just the scene where simon is getting bullied in the lunchroom and then the badass 
theater teacher theater who was teacher also was the best one of in the, the movie. Just saying. Yeah, she's like, I'm selling this. I'm selling this, and I'm gonna pay to get my tubes tied. And I'm like, girl, I love you. Oh. And but Ethan was just like, when they were in the uh, vice principal's office, sitting there together, and Simon's like. I don't know how you do this. Like, these people, like, they call you fag and they call you mean names and they victimize you every day. And Ethan's like, yeah, well, one queer is a joke and then two of is a hate crime. And it's like, that's so fucking, like, relevant. That scene is it so... Was, that scene was easily one of my favorites. I'm like, I need these two the, to be it was, it was one of the best ones of the fucking film. And it's I'm like, like, I need these two. Ethan is so I need so more correct. scenes with these two as just buds. I'm like... I'm glad. I wanted more Ethan as I like the as fact like that they com- I like the fact that they comment on the fact that these two are the only openly gay kids in the school, so everybody automatically is going to be like, "Oh, they're going to get together because they're the only two gays." I like the fact yep. that they acknowledge that. Or like, mm-hmm. like and they're like, like, "No, no, we're not together." Like no, Ethan's no, even no. like, "I mean, you're cute, but no thanks." And I'm like, "I love that." I'm like, "I thank you. We need more of this because so many times I feel like whenever there's two gay characters in any kind of media, it's like, "Oh, they're automatically going to get together because they're gay." Mm-hmm. Not exactly true, but. You know, and it's really just like thinking about Ethan is just so heartbreaking because he's such like a powerful, powerful human, mm. and but like they have to go through all this victimization and the fucking administration. They don't do anything about it. They don't even bat an eye until I mean, it happens to Simon and yeah. Ethan. I mean, you could and you I'm, could you could start making the argument that it's because Simon's white, but let's not get into that right now. Um. Well, I mean, it totally is because it is. Like, you know, the, the the whole, like, administrations, especially when they're, like, white-dominated, like, at times, I'm not going to slander the name of my college because I'm very happy to be at my college, but, like, at times, administrations, when they're run by predominantly white people, they would rather not take on these issues. They would rather have people forget about them or brush it under the rug and just say, like, oh, you can get through it, you're strong, or, like, we're just not going to do anything about it. But, like... This scene is a very specific example of why, like, brushing it under the rug is not an answer to anything. And it's, like, it's totally, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking and it needs to be fixed. And it's, like, hopefully people like Simon and other queer people who find themselves in similar situations realize just how shitty, like, queer, queer people of color have it compared to the white counterparts. It's, like... It's a shit show for everybody, mm. but some people have it even fucking worse, if you can imagine. And yeah, like, like, oh, that's why I loved Ethan. I mean, and that, not only that, but Ethan also acknowledges my issue. So, throughout this entire review, I've mentioned the fact that there's no outside conflict for coming out. But Ethan mm. 100% does, because she, he mentions mm. the fact that his mom lies to their family because they're super religious, and... You know, in order to protect him, in order to protect, like, I'm like, I would have loved to have seen that in this movie. Something along those lines where, like, there's, like, so much, because of the fact that the world's still not 100% accepting of gay people, like, right. the fact that, like, that stuff still happens. Like, I guess kind of, not to bring up this fact yet, not to bring up this point yet again, but... I think the reason I wanted an outside conflict is because not like because even though we've come so far in this kind of like progress and like mainstream media and blah blah blah, there are still people who are like there are still struggles to get, um, you know, to get somewhere in advance to get to a point where it's okay to be gay and like be open about it, like so I just kind of wish that and maybe that's why I wanted some outside conflict because I wanted to demonstrate like 
even though gay marriage is legal, there's still a lot of struggle with it. Like, it's still not exactly. accepted by everybody. So, yeah. There's still people trying to work against it. And exactly. Like, and, but, and then that serves to, like, the whole importance of Love, Simon. Like, in general, overall. Like, putting a queer person on the big screen. Showing the diversities of their lives and their struggles. Well, I should say our struggles. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. and just having that be put on full blast to everybody to say that like hey these problems aren't totally gone just because you did this or said this it's like we have to work and that is like really why i love 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 simon but yeah ethan ethan and the ethan and the drama teacher are like the best characters in this movie and nobody oh my god the drama teacher was so great i loved her entire i mean i don't like children um, so I totally feel her and everything she says, like, you know, calling them like, you know, little piss shits and yeah. stuff like that, especially when they're being little piss shits. Cause I'm like, oh, yay. Victimizing people. That's probably going to go, you know, excused. But then the drama teacher was like, oh, hell no. Hell no. Like I'm stealing, a- I'm, I'm taking your stuff and you are getting the fuck out of here right I'm now. I'm like, oh, I want to like memorize that speech and be like, just be able to say it when I need it. Especially the part where I'm getting my tubes tied. Because I physically do not have the tubes. But if I had the tubes, I would get them tied. Tied <laughs> in very tight knots. Yeah. <laughs> and um, on that note, I think this is a good point to give Love, Simon our final score. A score of how many stars out of ten. What would you give Love, Simon, Hannah? been thinking about this like all like since we since we started this podcast like since we started the, the since we started talking about this podcast i've been trying to figure out what i would give it in all honesty and i think i'm gonna go with a solid seven out of ten because seven out of ten i was expecting that from you <laughs> what was that supposed to mean <laughs> it can mean whatever you want it to mean um <laughs> i am uh, I am very nice when it comes to movie ratings with movies I like. And I'm very mean with movie reviews that, like, you know, standing ovation. I gave that one a two. (laughs) But we'll talk about that in another episode. (laughs) Can that be the next episode, please? No, the next episode is a surprise. But um, we already planned what next episode is going to be. We should take... I would give it... I think we should discuss what our next episode is going to be. Oh, isn't it... Isn't it Riverdale? No! Remember we were going to bump Riverdale? Because we were going to wait what? until... When River- are we going to bump Riverdale? We were going to bump Riverdale because we were waiting for this for Riverdale Season 2 to be done. We had this discussion! Oh my god, I'm sorry. It's okay. We had... like I remember I messaged you one day. I'm like, we should wait until Season two's over. That way, when we do our opinions oh, on Riverdale, there's nothing new coming out. And we don't have to worry about like our opinions becoming invalid or whatever. So. Oh, does that mean our next one is Wrinkle in Time? No. My thought was that our next episode should be... Everything sucks. <gasps> Everything sucks! <laughs> because of... Sorry, not to give away my opinion on Everything Sucks, but, But you that know. should probably give it away. Um, oh my god, yes. Everything sucks. Um, I'll think of a creative title for it. <laughs> we will. But there's a very important reason why we need to talk about it next week. Or at least very soon. Well, well, we will talk about it next time. As for my score for Love, Simon, I am a slut. And I gave it a 9 out of 10. Wow. Okay. I, I was tempted to give it a perfect 10, but can you can you think of the one reason why it lost a star? 
Does it rhyme with, uh, fucking, uh... Fucking, uh... I can't even think of a word that rhymes with Martin. Martin? It's Martin. <laughs> yep, yep, it was Martin. Martin was the one star off. Wow, Martin lost. Uh, the, Martin cost this movie a whole star. That should be a. Oh yeah, that's how. That's how much I hate. I mean, yeah, that that's the same for me too. I'm not. I'm not denying that in any way. I mean, my point. My points went down because of the whole conflict issue, uh, the family being too perfect, and Martin. Those are the three reasons. Those are the three. Those. That's where those three stars went for me. Um, yes. Because they're like I said, not not those issues aren't relevant enough to ruin the movie, but they definitely. They're noticeable elements that, like, I can't, that I can't not notice now. So, but that's just... I very much agree. But, you know, it's not like, because, okay, so, like, overall, we can both say we loved this movie. Yes, definitely. Ah, it was great. And I'm very, very, very happy that if we someone... both gave it a chance. If someone, when this movie comes out on DVD or something, if someone can just make a cut of this movie where everything with no, Martin is cut out and everything with... Uh, it's just like just a cut of this movie where it's literally every single scene with Simon and Bram. I I would pay. I would be fine. I'd, I would. I would, great, I would so give my left kidney for that. A, a compilation of just every single uh, Simon and Bram moment, like just all of them. I don't care if it's with Blue. I don't care if it's like just literally any of those moments. I'm like I will take all of them and I will. I totally agree. Watch, I will watch that on like a loop until the day I die. And on that note, I believe this is a very, very good place to end our first ever episode. I would like to thank everybody for listening in on our first episode of The Queer Review with Hannah and Benny. Be sure to follow us on YouTube and uh, the other social medias we have. I think we have a we have a Tumblr. We have a Tumblr uh, and we have a Twitter. And we got a SoundCloud. We have a Tumblr and we have a Twitter and we have a SoundCloud. And this episode is going to be posted on YouTube, SoundCloud, and a couple other podcasting websites. So it's probably going to be very easy to find. And if you like this, again, just follow us. We're going to be back with more reviews about more movies and TV shows that hopefully you enjoy hearing people talk about. And if you want uh, next, if you want to stay kind of updated with us and kind of know what the hell we're talking about, go watch Everything Sucks before the next episode. <laughs> yeah, our next episode will be Everything Sucks. You can watch season one on Netflix. And do we it. highly recommend you do before we talk about it so do it with that just very do oh, it oh oh my oh my god oh my god hannah please do not just our do listeners. it please okay we're gonna we're gonna cancel we're gonna cancel the rest of this show no no <laughs> no, no no what i meant to say was thank you again for listening and we will see you next time with everything sucks Bye. bye